every moment spent in connection, reflecting on who we are and how we've grown, the moments that are full of joy and celebration, and then those moments that challenge us and ask us to change course, pivot in a new direction, and grow and change in ways that we never anticipated. Every moment spent in connection, sharing those reflections, coming together around shared experiences, changes who we are. Because it allows us to get to know who we are, to get to know our hearts, and it allows us to form connections and community around shared passions, interests, and joy. Welcome to Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Through conversations focusing on life's biggest lessons, this series will explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we create through sharing our reflections. It's an open and honest look at the moments and lessons in our lives that impact us. Every episode features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, full of joy, and get you thinking about the experiences in your life and the lessons they've taught you. Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Welcome back to Lessons In. Today I'm joined by Michelle Moore to talk about a lesson that she's learned in letting go. The growth that Michelle has experienced, I think, as a result of releasing expectations and allowing herself to be in the present is really beautiful and transformative. And I'm so happy that she joined me today to talk about this lesson in her life. Her reflections, honesty, and vulnerability will not only leave you inspired, but remind you that learning to let go is a process. And when we surrender to what is and embrace the unexpected twists and turns along our journey, we're met with growth opportunity, but also possibilities beyond our wildest dreams. Michelle Moore is the founder of Mother's Grace, a nonprofit organization that has raised more than $5 million for families in acute crisis, assisting more than 6,000 mothers in the state of Arizona and throughout the world. Mother's Grace really addresses the critical needs of mothers and their children in the midst of tragic life events by helping them with housing costs, medication, meals, housekeeping, childcare, transportation, you name it. They help them with it. Through mentorship and seed grants, Mother's Grace also assists women in starting their own nonprofits with the goal of producing a new generation of women leaders. To learn more about Michelle, Mother's Grace, today's new episode, and our series Lessons In, head on over to the website, seekthejoypodcast.com. Everything is right there. It's really my favorite kind of week here on Seek the Joy podcast. It's a week where I get to release two new episodes, two new lessons in episodes to be um, specific. And the two episodes I released this week couldn't be more timely and aligned. On Tuesday, we talked about lessons in forgiveness. Today, we are talking about lessons in letting go and... I'm really grateful to share this conversation because life is unexpected. We are met with uncertainty and twists and turns, and we have to sometimes let go of the plan that we thought was our path and our journey and really embrace what's in front of us. As Michelle says, it's really about learning 
to pivot. So I'm excited to share this with you guys. Without further ado, let's dive into today's new episode, Lessons in Letting Go with Michelle Moore. I don't know, sometimes letting go of past hurts or experiences or I don't know, you know, those moments that sort of shake things up and and rock your world a little bit. I, I found that it's been an exercise in forgiveness. And I think sometimes that's an exercise in forgiving yourself first and and learning that it's it's okay to let go. So Michelle, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. And I think to start, I would love to know maybe what your experience has been like, you know, in learning to to let go. Uh, well, thank you for asking, Sydney. I think there's so many examples I could give you, but let me just start by saying, um, you know, in my younger years, you know, after going to college and, and getting on the career track, I was a female executive for a large company. I had three, I had three boys mm-hmm. and um, I just had kind of a mission, you know, you, you, you get on this mission of, well, I'm going to accomplish this by this time. I'm going to accomplish this by that time. My kids are going to look like this and they're going to act like that. Mm-hmm. And you get a picture of what you think you want to happen. And you start going through those motions and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, beauty in that and raising a family and having a career. But I think the biggest lesson in letting go for me, well, it came uh, in when I was 40 years old and I was diagnosed with cancer. My children were 10, 7, and 3. And I had just become a vice president of this company that, you know, LabCorp that I worked for. And everything was just, you know, our life just was really, really great. It was on track for the things that I wanted to happen. And I had lost my own mother when I was five years old, very suddenly. So that also spurred some deep-seated fears of, well, what if that were to happen to me? You know, I'd get all this done in case something happens, you know. And I had a little bit of hypochondriacal, you know, behavior where I was worrying about, well, if my back hurts, what is that? If, you know, if I had a cold that lasted too long, what is that? Well, then when I was 40, I was diagnosed with cancer, um, a very aggressive form of breast cancer out of the blue. And it, it just brought to fruition all of my very worst fears. I'm a young mother. i am uh, got this great career. And oh my gosh, am I going to live out the same life that my mom did, dying mm-hmm. young and leaving kids and not accomplishing the things I wanted to do? And not only did that happen, but three weeks after I was diagnosed, I was just about to go into my first day of chemo the next day. My seven-year-old son was acting very different. And since I worked in diagnostics, I decided to take him to the pediatrician the night before my chemo started. And within five minutes of getting there, they rushed him to the hospital mm. and he was diagnosed with juvenile diabetes. So mm. I had a seven-year-old in the hospital learning how to be insulin dependent. I had a three-year-old at home and a 10-year-old off in Tucson at basketball camp. And I was about ready to start hardcore eight-hour chemotherapy the next day. So that you know, is the first thing that happened. <laughs> That's like, you know, not what you're thinking is going to happen. It's not part of your plan. Right. When it rains, it pours though, right? Everything just sort of happens at once. It does. And I've seen that over and over with yeah. the help at Mother's Grace. It doesn't, it's not just one thing. 
it's two things. It's three things. It's, oh my gosh, it's the story of Job. You know, it's like, you know, it's really, really hard to comprehend, but that's how it does happen. So I think that really, I was already on a faith journey for sure, but that really put me on a journey of, oh my gosh, this isn't, wasn't my plan. And there's a fork in the road. You can go back to, well, I've got to get myself back to where my plan is. I got to get healthy and then get back to work. And I've got to, you know, not let my career stall. I've got to get my kids organized or you can take the other fork, which is, oh my gosh, this isn't part of my plan. I'm going to completely let go and see where this takes me. Mm-hmm. But that's not just an easy either or or black and white decision. It's, it's a process. And, you know, I think subconsciously I wanted to take that left fork, which is letting go and see what happened. But it's, it's a daily process. It's like learning to ride a bike. It's getting up in the morning and, and doing meditation or a prayer or it's going on a walk and looking at nature instead of going, instead of putting myself in the headspace of, okay, what am I going to do today? I'm going to get my to-do list. It's okay. I'm going to let go today. I'm going to look at nature and I'm going to pray and see what happens today versus my to-do list. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think the first thing I want to ask you, are you in remission now with breast cancer? Yeah. So oh, thank goodness. Um, it's been 13 years. Wow. So, um, Yeah. And yeah. I can imagine, you know, along this journey, not only with your own personal health, but also with your with your son. And and like we said, when it rains and pours, I'm sure there's so much that happened, you know, in between. And it sounds like you really had to make the choice for yourself. And maybe it was hourly or daily just to kind of put your hands up and surrender and say, you know what, this is not what I expected, but this is my life. And I'm going to let go of those expectations or those pressures and kind of go with the beauty of the moment that I'm experiencing right now, even if it's difficult, even if it looks different, even if it's not what I expected. And I think, I think that's a lesson that we can implement for 2020 because this is not a year anybody expected um, or really could have you know, foreseen for themselves. Absolutely true. Um, it, it, like you said, it's, it's a daily thing. It's like, well, you got to get it out of the old mindset of this is what I wanted to do. Like last year, my son, um, my youngest son was going to go do the Camino de Santiago in Spain. Um, and I was going to Switzerland and I was going to, you know, meet up with them and, and COVID hit. And instead we are now of such the mind frame of like, Oh, you know, COVID's here. We don't get to go on our trips of the mindset. It was like, well, we have to take what is in front of us and pivot. And so mm-hmm. we just made, you know, lem- lemonade out of lemons. We did some cool stuff around the house. We got a new puppy, you know, you just, and, and I'm not saying COVID is easy, but it's just letting go of your plan and releasing into the plan that is for you. Mm. I love that because so much of of this life I have found is about that pivot. It's yeah. about how you can switch gears, how you can, you know, learn to work with what's happening around you and, and with you. And I'm curious in this journey of letting go for yourself, have there been challenges along the way where you doubted your ability to let go and trust where you are? Or maybe when you were in those moments, were there any tools or resources or or a practice maybe that you even relied on um, to help you, you know, move through those moments and remind yourself that it's okay to pivot. It's okay to trust where you are right now. Um, It's okay to, you know, let go of the reins a little bit. Absolutely. And you bring up an excellent point. It's not just, okay, well, this is my new mindset that I'm letting go all the time. It is 
a daily choice and there were difficult, difficult times. Um, I had been married for 28 years and uh, all I wanted since I lost my mother was this family. And that was my Mm. picture of everything, this beautiful, beautiful family. And um, I ended up separating from my husband after 28 years. And all of a sudden, you know, (laughs) here we go again, a a huge tragic loss um, after the cancer and everything like that. And so the practice for me was, again, to get up every morning and do something that allowed me to let go, whether it's a hike or being out in nature or actually praying. I, I was brought up Catholic, so I do the rosary a lot, which is very much a meditation that if you're not Catholic, people do meditations or they, you know, they, they do whatever it is to really let go. And mm. I, it just, you just have to get out of the headspace. And I think the other two things I will say is um, reading good books that put you back in that mindset. And I think mm. like, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is something that I think everybody should read as their Bible. It's, um, it tells you just to quit listening to your head and just be in the moment. And I think The Untethered Soul is another great book. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'll tell you something else I picked up in the last five, six years is yoga. Mm. And um, yoga is a practice for someone like me that's type A and project oriented, et cetera, et cetera, to have to sit there and be in poses and let go, which is exactly what it is. It's a practice that gets you, you know, it gets you doing that on a daily basis. So I'd say yoga, prayer, reading, and just being outside. You know, when you're inside, you're at your computer, you're on your phone. I think those four things really, really helped me. And talking about it with friends too. Yeah. Yeah. You just brought up something that I didn't realize. I didn't make the connection until until this conversation, but really letting go is about being in the moment. Because yes. if you're holding on, if you're, you know, um, reminiscing, if you're holding on tight to something, you're often thinking about the past or planning for the future. Um, right. And letting go really means it's a practice and act of being in the moment. And sometimes being in the moment can feel really painful and uncomfortable, especially if you're somebody who, you know, spends a lot of time reflecting or, you know, in that sort of headspace of woulda, coulda, shoulda, you know what I mean? Or if you're in the future and planning your next move. And, and so I'm curious for you, you know, were you always comfortable being in the moment like that or, or did it take practice? Oh my gosh. A- absolutely the opposite. Yeah. Uh, losing my mom so young, uh, she had a congenital heart defect. So um, when, back then, you know, counseling wasn't a, a big thing. So um, I saw myself growing up with a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. and trying to control emotions. And one of the things I had to get really good at and I think this is part of being outside. So when you're out walking and you're checking out, you know, the monarch butterflies or the flowers, or the trees, whatever it is, um, you, you're breathing, you're doing that deep diaphragmatic breathing and you might feel something or a thought comes up that's really disturbing. Like, oh my gosh, that hurts. And instead of clenching against it and going, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about this, my trip next week. Mm-hmm. I learned to breathe into that and let whatever is in that bubble to the surface. So it's almost like an anxious feeling in your stomach or in your muscles. And you're like, Oh God, I don't want to feel this. So it's almost like you're the fear of being afraid, the fear of fear. Mm -hmm. And so the minute that you go towards it and embrace that fear and, and let it bubble up and be uncomfortable. Oh, so uncomfortable that releases its power on you. And that practice is something I have to do all the time too. Even, you know, 
40 years after, you know, everything that happened with my mom, it's just, um, it's something you have to practice. Yeah, it is. And I think I'm really happy that you said that because often we hear conversations or people speak about that discomfort of that of that being present, the discomfort of the moment, but we don't talk about the reality of you kind of just have to sit with it and you have to let yourself, I think, feel whatever is coming up to the surface and allow yourself to feel without judgment or without guilt. And it's easier said than done. And it's a practice that I work on, I think on a daily basis, especially when, you know, I am in that headspace of, oh, I want to be here or I want to be there, or I want this to happen already. And you got to let go and say, I will get there when I'm supposed to, but in the moment, I'm going to let myself feel this sense of discomfort or impatience or disappointment or joy, whatever it might be. But it's definitely, it's definitely a practice. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will, um, I'll tell you a quick um, example. So when um, my kids, when my son was diagnosed with diabetes and I had cancer, I decided to write this book and it's, we have a charity called a mother's grace. And I decided to write a book about mothers that I knew that were going through acute life situations. And I got real busy and started writing it and writing it and writing it. And then um, I went back to work um, and I kind of let it go. And every year, Every year I'd be like, mm. oh my gosh, I've got to get back on that. It's a goal. It's, it's a God-given goal. I've got to get it done. And it just, it just was never the right time. I was working, raising kids. And then when I finally let go of it and just said, I don't have to manage this, it's weird that people came out of the woodwork, the mm. wood, literally the woodwork and said, yeah. I heard you're writing a book. I'd love to help you get it done. Oh, wow. Or, you know, um, this, um, this agent in Chicago reached out to me from five years ago and, and uh, was interested in helping me with it. It was just like, let go of what you think's going to do and just pray about it. Just pray and meditate and just put it out in the universe and it will come to you versus you trying to control the outcome. I would imagine that a lot of joy has come from learning to let go and being in the moment a little bit more. And, and I'm curious about the role of joy for you in all of this. Have you been able to find more joy or, or experience more joy um, through this practice of, of letting go? Yes. Um, now I wouldn't say that I have joy 24 seven. I think sometimes that's impossible. Totally. Um, yes. What I have found is that my joy comes in places you wouldn't even think. Right? Mm-hmm. For example, you know, my usual run to Starbucks or, t- or to the grocery store here in the morning to get an iced tea. It's just, it's so routine, but like there's been a couple of times I'll be driving home at six 30 in the morning thinking, I just feel so much joy right now. I just feel so at peace. I feel so light mm-hmm. and it just comes at different moments. And it's not about, I just had the best vacation or I just bought the best shoes or, you know, it's not about a gift I got. It's about just that moment of, I just feel so good. <laughs> you yeah. know, I just feel so happy. I feel so blessed. I feel so grateful. And they pop out of the blue. If you're doing your practice, it's like practicing, you know, weightlifting or, or bike riding, it, it just comes later. It, the, the fruits of your work come later when you're least expected. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think that's so true because joy sneaks in, you know, you don't expect it. You don't always plan it and you don't feel it all the time either, but right. it definitely sneaks in. What has surprised you the most about this journey with letting go? What has surprised me the most that it's, <laughs> that I'm not in the driver's seat. I always mm. thought, you know, I'm a kind of a go, you know, 
type A go-getter. Well, at least I was when I was younger and I had to make all this happen. I used to think I'm a change maker. I'm going to make it happen. What's surprising is that when you do that, it, that's the opposite of joy, trying to control and you do not feel joy. Mm-hmm. It's um, what's surprising is that it's not you. It's, it's whatever you believe in that you're, whatever your faith is that comes in and creates that joy within your soul. It's not, it's not you controlling it. I guess that is um, my biggest lesson. Yeah. And I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think that that so beautifully sums up this conversation of you can have a plan, you can think things are going to go a certain way, but things happen, things shift and change. And when it rains, it pours and you have to let go of that control to really, I think experience, I think you said this earlier, but really experience a life that is here for you and meant for you rather than what it is that you are trying to you know, plan or control for yourself. And Michelle, I have loved this conversation. And I think it's so timely. I think, especially this year when so many of us, everything is kind of upside down from what we had expected or planned. So thank you so much for, for joining me to talk about, you know, these lessons in, in letting go and where can everybody connect with you and a mother's grace and, and find your book and, and learn more. So, um, our website is mothers-grace.org. Um, the best place to see all the things that we're doing is on Facebook at mother's grace. And you can, the book was just uh, released on Amazon in August and it's a mother's grace healing the world one woman at a time. And it's exactly about this conversation. It's about 12 women who have gone through really, really hard, hard stuff that you can't even imagine and what they've Mm -hmm. done to let go and find some joy. I love it. I love it. It's so timely. And thank you for all of the work that you're doing. I think it's so important to shed light on these stories and these moments. So Michelle, thank you again. Everything will go in the show notes. It'll be so easy for everybody to find you. And uh, I'm so excited to share this. I, I just think it's so timely. Thanks so much, Sydney. Good luck to you.